What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? We're 25. Oh, man. You already know what it is. What's going on, everybody? I want to thank you, everybody who's been listening to the show. Um, a lot of positive uh, feedback. So I definitely want to uh, appreciate everybody um, for being on that ride with me. And again, I got, I got a, lot, a lot of love for, uh, for everybody staying with me. And uh, like I said, guys, I, I mean, it's really appreciative. You guys taking your time out of your busy schedule just to listen to little old me. Like I said, guys, I definitely want to make sure you, you guys know you're appreciative. Man, uh, a lot of crazy stuff been going on. Oh, my goodness. We got the shootings outside, watching the National Stadium. Um, um, apparently, my friend, uh, shout out to my main man, Tate. He's been sending me all this information, so I appreciate you. Um, a lot. Um, uh, apparently, uh, Durant smokes a lot of weed and this and that. Uh, Nets have been playing for girlfriends and you know side hoses, uh, uh, spots and whatnot. I mean, a lot of crazy stuff. Uh, you know, has been going on. You know, we got floodings around the world. This and that nature. But you know, I did want to get into. Um, you know, I, I got to talk about the Washington football team. So they're not picking a name. Until uh, 2022, which I think is ridiculous. You guys know my stance. Should be Red Tails. Should have been that name already. Uh, apparently, they're going to make sure that they're not going to do anything that uh, um, is, uh, you know, reflective towards, you know, Native Americans. You know, uh, you know, they don't want That's why they didn't want to do anything with warriors. So, like I said, um, we'll see. Um, like I said, if it's not Red Tails, whatever the name they're going to pick, it's, you know, I is most likely going to suck. Um, that's my anticipation, but I'm hope I'm wrong because it's my still my favorite football team, even though you know it's not my not, not my favorite owner. Um, you know, at least Dan Snyder has allegedly stepped down. His wife's taken over. Um, you know, things of that nature. I mean, there has been a lot of positive stuff. You know, uh, we got Jennifer King. You know, uh, you know she's a full time uh, female assistant coach. Um, Jason Wright. You know, you know, first black president. Uh, you know, of a, of a you know of a uh, NFL team. You know, uh, you know, we got Dan Snyder's wife. She, you know, she's the first, uh, you know, executive, you know, in that position. So, I mean, there has been a lot of positive stuff that's come out of the, um, you know, out of the controversy. You know, especially with the, you know, with the name and the treatment of women, um, uh, of the Washington uh, Football Organization. Um, so there has been positive stuff, but you know, so apparently, down two, gonna pick a name. I think it's going to suck, unless it's Red Tails. Well, we'll wait and see. Um, but uh, I did want to talk about the Stephen A. Smith controversy. Um, you know, uh, about uh, a Tony, you know, you, you know, the pitcher from uh, uh, Los Angeles Angels. Um, you know, he was saying that um, um, he couldn't be the face of the league because he, you know, he had a hard time, you know, because you know, he needs an interpreter and this and that. And people took that. Way out of context, you know, we saw what was going on with the Asian American community, um, especially uh, with the violence that was perpetrated uh, against them, uh, against the Asian American community. And, you know, Stephen A. reached out to a reporter, they, you know, they had a conversation, Stephen A. said, you, know, you don't have to make it private, you know, he said, you education, there's, not, there's nothing to be educated about. He was talk. I mean, Stephen A. was smart. Stephen A. Smith was right. I know you guys are going to think I'm crazy for saying this way. He was right. In a sense of a business sense, he was right. Right? In a sense of, right, you know, Shoney Atani, what products can he pitch? You know, what products can he talk about? 
You know what I'm saying? Like, there's just certain things that you, that you can't do without an interpreter, right? You can't be reached for comment on on certain things with you know without an interpreter. It, it, you know what I'm saying? So that's what Stephen A. was talking about. For him to grovel down, he said he wasn't going to double down this and that. I what I think he should have done is just more explained himself. And what he said, well, I don't even think he really did more to explain himself anymore. He said what he said was perfectly clear okay i got guys close your eyes for a second close your eyes for a second imagine if michael jordan didn't speak english imagine if lebron james didn't speak english right that's what we're talking about that's what we're talking about in sense of pitching products helping the league elevate right you know, I know it's, you know, it's more global, especially with social media and, and you know, and, and things of that nature. Like I said, I'm not saying you just need to speak English in order to have a more of a, you know, not I'm just saying a global impact. I'm just, you was talking about in America. It helps a lot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I guess, you know, you know, I mean, it's not impossible, you know, you know, it's just going to take some brilliant marketing to do that. Um which can be done, but, you know, does anybody want to, you know, does any company want to put in the work to do that? Because it is a lot more work to do that for, you know, Shoney Otani, you know, do I think he's worth it? Yeah, you know, you know, he's been balling, the, you know, his first few years in the league, you know, but he's got to maintain it as well, you know, and baseball's in a precarious spots, you know, you know, yeah, Shoney Otani, he's the biggest star in baseball right now, doesn't speak English, you know, you have Mike Trout, you know, one of the top two, top three baseball players in the world, you know, doesn't talk to the media. Yeah, Jacob DeGrom electing not to pitch at the All-Star game, the best pitcher in baseball, not wanting to pitch at the All-Star game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And they're wondering why people, you know, are, you know, you know, you know, the young people aren't following the sport because the best players are speaking out, you know, and then, you know, and then you got the guys who are trying to speak out, like the Bryce Harpers, but they're batting like, you know, 240, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, so it's just like, it's just a, it's just a weird spot baseball is in, you know, and it's, it's my favorite sport, and, you know, they have a lot of bright personalities, right, nobody's trying to put Mookie Betts on, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and like I said, you know, guys know I've been on Rob Manfred's case, for not showcasing his talent, right? Great guy like Mookie Betts. How come he's not a global icon? That's what I want to know. He's one in big markets. He's one in LA. He's one in Boston. Why he's not a global icon? Is it his agent's fault? I don't know whose fault it is. Um, is it Mookie Betts' fault? I don't know. But there's no reason why Mookie Betts isn't a global icon, you know? Um, I'm hoping Francisco Lindor with the Mets. I hope he starts doing really well. You know, you know he's got a smile. That can, you know, that can you know, line up a million households. Right, but he's not balling, and now he's injured. Like, like I said, guys, baseball's in a weird spot, and what Stephen A. Smith, in a business standpoint, was right. And believe me, I want Rob Manfred or Shoney Otani's agent or whoever to prove us wrong, prove us wrong, because they're not doing a good job. Now, if Otani doesn't want all the press, all the love, you know, I got it. He's he's welcome to that. Okay. Just like Mike Trout doesn't want the love. And that's okay. You know what I'm saying? Now, Mookie Best just wants to play baseball. That's okay. 
but it's you know it kind of sucks that you know we you know we got great athletes champions you know what I'm saying or you know MVPs and they're not getting uh the love that I think that they are rightfully deserved and I you know and I hope the you know the Tease Juniors of the world and the Black Girl Juniors of the world hopefully you know hopefully baseball can be like push them out there because we had a, yell, a lot of young stars coming up and I think Tatis Jr. Fernando Tatis Jr. wants to wants that spotlight we've seen him in that you know he did that Gatorade commercial it seems like he wants that and if he wants it we should give it to him if he's the only one who wants to step up I'm on board for it you know he's a great guy speaking of that thinking of Fernando Tatis Jr. got into a little controversy on my Twitter page um Nothing crazy, not like, a, you know, I got kicked off of Twitter, you know, or anything crazy like that. So, I, I mentioned about Fernando Tatis Jr. We're talking about uh, cultural appropriation. He's got dreads. And then um, I said, yeah, I'm surprised no one said anything about Fernando Tatis Jr. about cultural appropriation about his dreads. And then someone said, oh, he's Dominican. And I, then I said, oh, I didn't know Dominican, uh, you know, were, you know, were known for dreads. Like, like, that, that's news to me. And then someone had, and then um, someone said, you know, uh, there, there's one about how, you know, you know, dreads aren't, you know, uh, has nothing to do with, you know, you know, nationalism and this and that. And they should, you know, you know, we should stop this. Like, I was like, that's the point I'm trying to make because everybody got on Justin Bieber's case when he had dreads and accused him of cultural appropriation that I was just trying to prove a point that cultural appropriation doesn't exist. And obviously no one's getting on Vlad Guerrero Jr. No one's getting on Fernando Tatis Jr. You know what I'm saying? That was the point I was trying to make. And then someone, because they realized what I was doing, they're like, oh, we should, we should just end trolling all together. Listen, well, I'll never end trolling. I will keep on trolling to the end of time. All right. So, yeah. So I'm definitely not about that life. If you're, I'm going to call you out on idiocracy. I'm going to call you out if I think it's stupid. And if I got to call it the whole world like I just did, hey, it's not my fault. You guys or not, you know, not you guys, but listeners, but you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, idiots and a half, you know what I'm saying? The ones that are galactically stupid. Listen, you're throwing the ball out there. You know what I'm saying? You throw it out. I'm just going to hit, hit it out the park each time. You throw up, you know, you, you throw up an easy one. I'm going to hit it out the park. You know, you want to lob it in there? I'm going to hit it out the park. So I'm not going to feel guilty about what I'm doing. All right. And, uh, that's for, uh, damn sure. All right. And then I was watching, uh, uh, a couple of YouTubers, you know, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm not with the woke. You guys know this right now. You know, I'm not with the woke, you know, you know, um, ideology. Okay. You know, and I do believe in get, you know, get woke, get broke. But I'm just laughing at the hypocrisy of the YouTubers. One brother, Young Ripper, right? Name's Air July. Like, he's awesome, right? You know, I did not like his take on, um, on the coronavirus. He said, you know, said, you know, some 98%, um, recovery rate and we should you know we shouldn't be doing this and that you know and you know he's discounting the uh the um uh, the variant and this and that but listen right and, and i'm coming from the heart with this right. yes it has globally impacted the world but what it really did though especially in america you know we talk about the elderly people that were really affected you know and that it was you know that it was killing the coronavirus also it also decimated the black and brown community right and that's something that can't go unnoticed you know what i'm saying and i was really upset with this take says him being a brother and i was just like whoa you know what i'm saying this really affected our community you know especially in you know the east coast you know especially if i could say it say you know especially in new york you know 
you know, and, you know, and, you know, so I was just really taken back by what are you saying? Now, he's from, you know, he's from this, you know, you know, the South. So I could un- sort of understand, you know, and, you know, it's always the East Coast bias, like, haha, you know, like, you know, it's the Midwest and, you know, and these coasts that are getting affected more. Well, yeah, because there's more people there. Of course, it's going to be affected more. You know what I'm saying? So just it's just natural that it's going to be uh, affected more. And like I said, you know, you know, it really decimated the, like I said, you know, blacks and Hispanics, you know, more so than anybody else. Um, and I just want to say this though, like, you know, we get got to be careful with the, uh, you know, you know, and the things we say, you know, especially for, you know, in the, you know, regional same time we get take a deep breath and let's evaluate things, you know, um, you know, some of y'all think I just shoot from the hip. Now this is like, you know, I, you know, I do stay organized, you know. You know, with the content that I'm talking about, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, one person was like, you know, I like that free form flow you do. You know, but I do with this. This is organized chaos. You guys know that term. This is organized chaos, what I do. You know, and I get really passionate about um, what I do. You know what I'm saying? And I like hearing from other things. I like watching other, you know, you know YouTubers hearing their opinions on this and that. But then I just get like, whoa. You know, it's like, it's, I just get upset with the non-objectivity. Actually, I called that one YouTuber. Someone actually liked it, which I, I gave them a lot of props for actually reflecting what I said. Because um, uh, this one dude from Geeks of Gamers, you know, Jeremy from Geeks of Gamers, you know, he was talking about, um, you know, how he, uh, he's like, LeBron James is a terrible person. I'm like, whoa, LeBron James is a terrible person. You know, and, you know what I'm saying? Like, w- based off of what? Now, like, it's, you know, we all know what he said about, you know, he, you know, he um, didn't really comment on, um uh, what was going on in China, you know, with, you know, with the, with the social uh, uh, unrest and, you know, people being, you know, uh, uh, persecuted and whatnot. And, um, you know, he didn't talk about that, but yet he's so vocal about what's going on in America. I understand, but it, I understand the NBA is in business with China. So he felt like a conflict of interest, you know what I'm saying? You know, it would have been nice for him to, you know, you know, it, you know, it seemed like he was more about his bottom line. Than anything, and he's always come off like he wasn't a, about his bottom line. He's gonna say what he says and you know still make money, but he didn't do it in that. And if you want to call him a hypocrite, LeBron James a hypocrite on that. You know, some people call it a gaffe. They give him a pass and just call it a gaffe. Oh, I I got it. But don't say that man's a terrible person when he's got his own charter school and every student uh you know gets a winter coat and every student gets a bike. Don't say that about that man. You know, and that's what I said. Don't, don't say that. Don't say that man is a terrible person when he paid over five hundred thousand dollars for fines, so people had the right to vote in Florida. Don't say that about that man. The guy's from Akron, Ohio. I mean, he's paying fines for people in Florida. Right? I know he's in Miami. You know, for, yeah, we all know that. But still, he didn't have to do that. No one told him to do that. He did that on his own. So don't say that guy is a terrible person. All right. And I just, you know, and then someone else called him on his hypocrisy, right? Because he was talking about how, um, you know, the Wonder Woman, the Wonder Woman uh, 1984, right? He was, you know, downplaying Rotten Tomatoes because they said there's nothing about uh, uh, woke columnists who and movie critics or whatnot. But yet he's talking about the Space Jam movie. Oh, it got 38% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. You know, so this is a terrible movie. Blah, blah, blah. Listen, listen, the old Space Jam, right, the one we grew up with. Only got a 44% Rotten Tomatoes. And everybody considers that movie a classic. All right. <clears throat> so, yeah, we will get into the Space Jam in a little bit, though. But like I said, it's just so funny, right? The hypocrisy, you know, 
uh, of these YouTubers, especially if they skewed it on the right. Like I said, they support Gina Carano to death, right? But when, you know, an athlete speaks out, right, against, you know, social issues, no, they got to shut up and dribble. Well, you know, I think, well, you YouTubers, right, just shut up and talk about the movie content. You know what I'm saying? And don't interject your political ideals. You know what I'm saying? You want to talk about other people interjecting political ideas on his back, but then you interject your own political I- I- ideals. You know what I'm saying? So you're be- you're being a hypocrite. You know, and uh, some of you're saying, right? What about 25? Gina Carano was talking to, talking about politics on Twitter, and she wasn't. You know, it's not interjected in the Mandalorian. Yeah, you're right. That's a good point. Right? Black Lives Matter was on the was on basketball courts, went in a bubble. Roger, I got it. But, or is a but? Disney is a publicly traded company with stockholders to answer to. And Gino Carano is a part of an organization, the Disney Corporation, that is publicly traded and has stockholders to answer to. So things that she does, right? Even if it's not in within the Mandalorian, right? Right? Could right bring down the stock and like i said they have stockholders to answer to right point in pace right what christian you know ronaldo what did he do right when he pushed aside the coca-cola right he's not worth four billion right but he made that company drop four billion overnight (laughs) because of his actions and christian ronaldo doesn't work for coca-cola you see where I'm going with that? So if so if Gina Carano, you know, you give her a pass on that, you know what I'm saying? She she's allowed, not even a pass, she's allowed to say what she wants to say politically, right? And 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 and, that, and that's okay. LeBron James should even say what he wants to say. You know what I'm saying? And just like if you want to say what you want to say politically, fine. Don't get in all LeBron's case for saying what he's saying. Right, and don't support Gina Carano because you can't have it both ways. Oh, because it supports your ideology, and like I was saying, you know, like the guy was calling out Jeremy. Right, you can't have it both ways. You can't lambast Rotten Tomatoes and call them woke, but then give them props, right? When the rating, when when Space Jam gets a bad rating, right? Because you know what you would have said, right? If Space Jam got good, you know, if Space Jam, uh, Space Jam: A New Legacy got eighty percent Rotten Tomatoes, oh, because they're woke. Okay, they're still woke whether or not Space Jam, A New Legacy, has a 38% Rotten Tomato rating. It, they're still woke. They're not less woke from what they were back in, when that movie come out? Uh, Christmas, Christmas, right? Came out on Christmas, right? They're not less woke from six months ago. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The world hasn't changed that much in six months. <sighs> you know what I'm saying? I, I just cannot stand hypocrisy. Just like me, right? I realized, right, because I was doing the same thing with the Confederate flag when I was doing with Washington when they when they had their name. Oh, ninety percent of, uh, of Native Americans don't you know don't find it uh, offensive or whatnot. So I'm, I'm I can't discount the ten percent, and that's what I was doing before. I was discounting the ten percent or whatever the numbers were. It was ninety nine percent. I was discounting that one percent. You know, and I was defending that. Through, I love the name, blah, 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 this and that. Right? That, I needed to get educated. That, I needed to get schooled on. And I actually st- started listening and, hear, and, hear, and hearing, what was, uh, hearing what was going on for the Native American community. And I was like, whoa, whoa wait a minute. Wait, I'm the, like I said, guys, I'm defending this, right? But I'm talking about how bad the, uh, 
uh, Confederate flag is. It's the same thing. Defending was defending the uh, the old name for the Washington football team, right? And defending the Confederate flag, and not in you know denouncing the Confederate flag. It was the same thing. And that's when I realized, or oh, I'm wrong. I've been wrong. You know what I'm saying? It's all right to have your opinion changed when new evidence comes into play. It's a great Max Kellerman always says. You know what I'm saying? And that was new e evidence. Wait, wait a minute. They can, you know, thank goodness the Confederate flag had controversy. They, or I would never come to realize this. You, you, you know what I'm saying? About the Washington uh, football team. Because, you know, cause I never really cared for the Confederate flag anyway. But I never thought about it in depth as I have, you know, over the past, you know, uh, you know, compared to last year. You know what I'm saying? So that's the point I'm trying to make. You know, let's, we, we got to do a better job. You know, the world would be a better place if we were just more objective. Right. Is it, you know, it's a right to have a side. It's always a right. You know, I'm not saying it's not OK to have a side. You always want to have a side because my side is objectivity. <laughs> That's my side. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not going to be left or right. My side is, you know, putting the left and right together and come with a, with a conclusion. One plus one equaling two. That's my side is, you know, it's that objectivity. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, you know, if anybody who voted for Trump is listening, say, oh, listen, oh, you know, like I, said, I don't think, like, you know, because like you said, well, LeBron James is a terrible person. Why? Because he didn't support Trump. He's a terrible person. You know what I'm saying, Jeremy? Like, because he, he never explained why. You know what I'm saying? Because he, he didn't even have a good reason. You ask him, he doesn't have a reason. Because you name all the facts that I just named, you know, especially what he's, you know, Maverick Carver's a big player in Hollywood. He even said that because of LeBron James. You know, Rich Paul and Clutch Sports, you know, is one of the most successful sports agencies. Right, it's all through the backing of LeBron James, you know, and his contacts and what he's doing for Rich Paul. That's not a bad person. That's not a terrible person. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, prove it. You know what I'm saying? You know, prove it. You know, so it's like you know, Gino Carano's not a terrible person for comparing the, uh, you know, uh, the the uh, the plight of the Republicans, you, you know, comparing it to the Jews in the Holocaust. Doesn't make her a terrible person. You know, this make you extremely misinformed and misguided on our mindset. Doesn't make you a terrible person. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, we just need to, you know, I think we just need to take a deep breath and think about the things that we're saying. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They're like, I know it's, it's just frustrating. Like, you know, what I'm saying because sometimes you know you talk so much, you know, you don't, you know, you don't realize what you're saying. You know, you don't realize you said the opposite. You know, and uh, me personally, you know, I like, I like to, you know, I don't like to waste words. You know, you know, words are important to me. And like I said, I don't, I don't, and I, you know, that's not my thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to make content for the sake of content. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm talking to you guys, I'm talking real stuff. You know what I'm saying? And uh, like I said, I think the world would be a better place if we just really thought about what we said before we said it, you know, let's, you know, before we quick the post, quick the tweet, you, you know, I just think we need to do a better job of, you know, concentrating on what we're saying. And I, and I wish these YouTubers would, because, you know, to, to me, it's like they lose credibility and I almost don't even want to uh, listen to them anymore. You know, uh, yeah, there's another thing, you know, I even commented on it uh, uh, every July. You're talking about, you know, okay, because, all right. 
I didn't see the Black Widow movie. I told you guys I wasn't going to see it. Like I said, if you're looking for the Black Widow review, this is on it. You know, and Marvel, or let's say MCU, to be clear, they do such a good job of keeping stuff tight knit. Like you know, you know, you you know, we've heard reports of actors saying that they've gotten they've gotten like fake screenplays when they read for roles. You know, it's not the actual screenplay. Uh, you've also, um, you know, they've done fake trailers, as we know, the trailer they'll put out. None of those scenes are in the movie. Um, you, you know, what I'm saying, they, I mean, they really keep like a tight knit. They like the secretive, you know, the MCU. That's what they're about, right? And um, apparently, the stunt man. Right, and I saw the, the CGI the, the, for the Taskmaster, like when they put the woman's head on on the dude's body, that looked terrible, absolutely terrible. I don't know why they didn't fix that, but anyway, um, uh, but the, the stunt man posted a picture of him, right? Because the big reveal is the Taskmaster was female, right? Which has never been female in the comic books. You know what I'm saying? Um, I said, guys, you know me, I love comic books. Like I said, you know, you know, Taskmaster, you know, was in a you know, few Spider-Man issues. That's how I got to know who the Taskmaster was. Now, now, I always liked that character. That's why I was like, you know, I'm like, what? They made her a woman, right? She's not even a woman in the comics. You know, you, you know, it's just like, you know, at least, you know, you know, when they made, you know, you know when they made, you know, you know, Falcon, you know, become the new Captain America. At least that was like in the comics. At least, you, you know what I'm saying. At least that was in the comics. Yeah, you, you, you know, at one point, you know. So at least this. Anyway, that's another discussion. So and then uh, so main discussion is you know so Eric was like yeah you know they should just have actors be um, actors just do the role. I'm like they're stunt men. They can't act. That's why they. That's why you don't have stunt men acting. You know, there's very few stunt men who ever made it. Um, you know, you know, as I act one of one of the examples was Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds was a stunt man. You know, what I'm saying, you know, before he got into acting, you, you know what I'm saying. Um, you know, and there's, you know, there's a couple. There's not really, there's not really a lot of stunt men who have actually made it because acting is hard. You know, even the dumb movies, right? You still have to act. <laughs> you know, think about a movie like, man, that's really bad. You know, so, you know, but it doesn't matter. You know, the actor still puts in the work for their craft, even in a, a bad movie. You, you know, so you can't. It's just like actors don't do stunts because they're actors. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just common sense why actors don't. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, unless the, you know, you're gonna, you know, the actor's gonna take acting lessons, and this, you know, the stuntman's gonna take acting lessons. They're not gonna star them in a movie. They're just not. And I was really shocked that he said that. I'm like, brother, do you hear yourself? Right now, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, just like oh, he wrote the screenplay, so he'd be able to direct the movie. You know, the difference between writing a screenplay and directing a movie, <laughs> right? And just because you're, uh, you know, a good director doesn't mean you can write a screenplay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you I can imagine you could, you know, write a screenplay doesn't mean you'd be able to write a good screenplay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just like. Like I said, guys, you gotta do a better job being objective. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And um, that's just frustrating. You know, I do want to say this. You know, if you're a director, you should be able to, you know, because you, you gotta follow the script. So you should be able to write a screenplay. But I'm just saying, doesn't mean you're gonna be a great script writer just because you, you can write a screenplay. 
You know, there's people who write novels and they're not really, you know, great novelists. You know, so just because you wrote, or just, you know, because you wrote the novel doesn't mean you can write a screenplay. It's a whole different format for writing screenplays. Oh, you go, you know, this is like writing. No, it's a different format, you know, when you write screenplays, you know, you know. So you guys, you guys understand the point I'm trying to make. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, oh, man. It's just, it's just getting so frustrating in the world today. It's been a frustrating week. It's been a frustrating week, you know. Um, I did want to talk about the Space Jam movie real quick. Um, you know, the soundtrack, Fire. Listen, if, listen, I will say this, though. You guys know I don't like Ryan Coogler. I don't like the way he directs. I don't like the way he tells a story. But I will say this, though. When he's producing a movie, his soundtrack, the soundtrack is going to be Fire. That I will give Ryan Coogler. He knows how to, you know, he takes the soundtrack almost as seriously. Actually, no, he takes it as serious as the movie. That I will give that man. And the sound, you, you and my son was bobbing his head with the music. He was like, oh, yeah, this is nice, dad. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, little boys are, you know, they're hard to impress. He was like, yeah, this is nice, dad. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, so, you know, so, so like, Landon liked it, you know what I'm saying? I somebody was first on with basketball with him and we played a little basketball afterwards before, you know, before the rain happened. Um, but, um, listen, it, it, uh, it's, it's not bad. It, it, you know, I thought it was good. You know, well, it's something to, something to watch over and over again. It was one of those type movies. I don't think so. Um, but I'll let you guys be the judge of that. But, um, like I said, I did think, I did think it was a good movie. Um, I liked it. You know, uh, LeBron James acted better than what I thought he would do. You know, I didn't really have that many, that much high expectation for LeBron acting. But, uh, you know, he did do a good job. Um, it, you know, the CGI in the beginning, there's one scene where, you know, where right at LeBron's house, um, you could tell it was CGI. You could tell it was a set piece, um, uh, the way the background was. You know, and there were some things like they weren't really needed. Like his son kept on getting hit in the face with a basketball. You know, that was, you know, like twice. It was just like, it was just overkill. You know, maybe it was fun of the first time. You didn't need to keep on doing it two or three times. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I wish it would have been cool if they shot it on a real location. But whatever. I don't know why they didn't, but whatever. Um, yeah, but the CGI for the most part was really good. Um, well, especially when it got to the, uh, um, the uh, second act. And the second and third act, um, you know, I thought the second act was really long. Um, you know, the, you know, and, you know, it was, you know, they made sure it wasn't like the original Space Jam. They went out of the way to do that. They did some acknowledgement, uh, you know, in the past of the, you know, you know, they had doing some nostalgia bait. I thought the second act was way too long. Um, I thought that could have been shortened. You know, when they were recruiting everybody in the second act. I thought that was, yeah, like I said, that should have been short, um, my personal opinion. Um, the movie was two hours. You know, I, I, you know, I would have, I, mean, I could have shaved about 15, 20 minutes, you know, off the, off the movie. You know what I'm saying? I thought, you know, I thought there should be a little more tightness with the editing. It's a little bit more. Um, but overall, overall, though, you know, it, it was good. You know, I want to say it was too long, but it could have been shorter. Um are you know ninety minutes? You know, yeah. I think you could have compressed it to ninety minutes. Don Cheadle overacting in the beginning, like he really overacted. I thought um, he seemed to calm down midway. I don't know if he was told to do that. The way they edited it, like he needed to be bombastic in the beginning of the movie. Um, you know, I almost thought he was too famous for that role. You know, it would have been cool to see some type of like other comedian 
do his role, um, I think that would have made it like a little bit better. Um, you know, I, I, I think, I think, a, you know, I think a comedian could have, should have done that role. You know, I just thought he was too famous for that role. Um, and say so maybe like a, like a Chris Tucker or somebody like that, you know, you know, or I don't know. Somebody, somebody else should have done that role. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I liked it. It was a good movie. Definitely check it out. Um, yeah, and JT was right. Now, JT called it. JT, the new Nostradamus. He said, we're going to see some stuff, like some drip that we haven't seen before. And he was right. LeBron's sneakers were fire. Um, the, uh, I want to say it was the eights uh, that he had on. Uh, but, yeah, those, uh, those sneakers were on point. Um, so, J- JT was right uh, uh, with that. We did see some stuff uh, Nike had uh, that we... Uh, uh, hadn't seen before, so and you know, I I do admit though, like um, you know, and there there was there was branding uh, throughout the movie. I know some people didn't like like the branding. You know, they had a problem with that. Uh, listen, you know, it's it's you know, it's Hollywood. There's, there's going to be branding, like you know, you know what I'm saying. Like you know, get off it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But like I said, I I, I liked it a lot. Um, so definitely check it out if you guys uh, haven't checked it out. Um, uh, but I do want to say this though, right? We're, you know, uh, yes, yeah, so, right, so check it out. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. I think you, you I think you'll like it. Um, yeah, definitely check it out. Um, but we'll say this though, guys, you know, yeah, we, we talked about this midway through the podcast already, uh, about our objectivity. Like I said, we, we, we got a lot of work to do. Um, it seems like we're still in healing. You know, I, you know, it looks like Donald Trump's going to make another run again for president. Um, it, you know, so um, so we have to get prepared for that. Um, you know, and his team's going to come full force. You know, and there's still a lot of Trump loyalists. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And you guys know my stance on, you know, voting for the president. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, you know... Uh, especially if you don't, especially in New York State, and you don't vote, uh, you don't like to vote uh, Democrat. It's a complete total waste of time. Uh, well, I'm not saying the system is broken, but this is the best thing to do. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, yeah, I'm not one of those saying the system is broken. You know, you know, you know, because if we don't do it this way, it would really be New York and California deciding. You know who the president of the United States would be. So this is give you know. So it wasn't for this, you know, we you know we'd have more democratic presidents. You know, um, so this this is the most fair way to get a president, unless somebody's more brilliant than me. He's got another, you know, another way to do it. But um, it you know we can't take the foot off the pedal. You know we can't ease up and uh, take a break. Um, we still need to be, you know, socially conscious. Um, yeah, you know, we need to, you know, not fall for narratives and, you know, um, and think about where they're coming from, who's giving this message, what they're really all about. Are they about their bottom line? Or are they really trying to make change in the world? You know, um, I'm not saying I'm trying to make change in the world. I'm just commenting on it. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and I'm also saying this, I'm not going to be one of those. Uh, victims of the narrative, you know, you know, some, you know, some of you might have said, you know, oh, you know, you fell for the trap with the, um, 
you know, with the Washington football team, Dan Shane's, like I said, I've explained a million times, and even did on this podcast today, and how I came to the conclusion that I came to. And I think you've listened to what I'm saying. You know, say, even if you don't agree with me, I think you can understand, well, I see where he's coming from. I see the point he's making. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, if some people that disagree with the name change and you like the Confederate flag, then right. You know, I fell victim to the trap. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and you're, you know, if your way of thinking, I fell victim to the trap. And I can understand why you think that way. You know, believe me, I can because yeah, I'm objective. Unless I don't agree with you. Right, and I think you've been disproven, but I can understand why you you think that way. Um, like I said, we and we, like I say, it, it's coming, guys. More more stuff's coming out in the pipeline. I promise you this. Talk about JTB and Nostradamus. Now, listen, uh, J, more stuff's coming out in the pipeline. We see it already, you know. And then some of you know things stuff down our throats. Um, and like I said, guys, we have the power to rebel. We have a power not to support. You know, we have a tremendous power, and um, we need to utilize that power in order to make the change happen. Now, we saw the changes happen last summer, um, and um, there's still a lot of work to be done. Um, and uh, I hope we get there. You know, I'm not saying it's going to be a utopia society. I'm not going to say we're not people rebel the changes that. It, uh, that'll be made, but we need, you know, but you know, the changes that have been done for positive, we need to fight to keep those changes, and we need to be the best person as possible, and you know, and have a strong mindset, because um, if we don't, you know, if we don't, you know, there's gonna be a lot more negative changes happening, and and it's gonna spiral out of so out of control. I'm worried about people's mindsets. Um, let things spiral out of control and people just conform like, well, this is the way it is, you know, you know, and, you know, we, you know, and we're not going to change it because, you know, we don't have the power. I'm saying we do have the power. And when things arise, you know, we need to start utilizing it and uh, utilizing our voices like I'm doing right now to say, no, nah, this is messed up and I'm not going to take it from anymore or I'm not going to accept this narrative. You know? So. So I'm asking you guys to be on that ride with me. It, it, you know, like I said, I hope I don't lose any friends in the process. You know, because I, you know, I got nothing but love for all y'all. Is Rock Twenty Five? Chill with the greater, chill with the craziness. Be great at everything.